slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy, not your best moment. Hello and welcome to Not Your Best Moment. I am Keith Skopinich along with Andrew Harris and Phoebe Matana. And today we ha- are going to do a little bit of a skinny dip into the Britney Spears book as well as the new Mean Girls trailer, which is, looks sort of fun. First, our royal expert, the one and only Andrew Harris is going to do a royal roundup for us. Hello. Thank you so much, Keith, for allowing me to be on your audio program. As the royal expert for uh, Not Your Best Merriment. Uh, all right, enough of that. So, yeah, it's it's been a fun week for the royals. Charles opened Parliament for the first time mm-hmm. as monarch. Not for the first time. He did it when, when Elizabeth, the last couple of years, when Elizabeth wasn't doing too well. He opened Parliament, um, having his 75th birthday, I think, this weekend or, or this week, and they just had the big, um, they call it, the British version of, of Veterans Day is Remembrance Day. And it's the reason that they're both on November 11th is that was when World War I ended, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, 11, 11, 11. Uh, so, um, and that's a, that's a big, big honking deal. That's when, the, that's when the armistice was signed. But let's start with drama surrounding Prince Charles's 75th birthday so here we go again with megan and harry the palace announced that megan and harry had uh, declined to fly uh, over for charles's 75th his majesty's 75th birthday and then the sussexes uh, harry and megan uh, released a statement saying well they were never invited in the first place oh boy yeah. i see yep and the coverage around this kind of thing is what cracks me up because it's like, this is a slap in the face. The king will execute Harry for sure. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's absurd. It is like, they're going to fly. Do you know how long a flight from LA to London is? It's like 11 hours. You know what I mean? For a birthday party? Maybe for his 80th, sure. But 75? Give me a break. Like, that's. Uh, it's, I mean, come on, it, though. You're loaded, dude. You could take the flight. That's ridiculous. Come on. It just feels so childish, too. Like, it is. It's like, oh, you can pick my birthday party. Mm, Sad. (laughs) Like, grow up. You're 75. Like, I mean, (laughs) it's my 75th. There's only going to be five more in my 70s or four more in my 70s. Only four more in my 70s. Not four more, period, which is where I thought you were going with that. I was like, ooh, dark. Without me. Like without without commenting on who's at fault here, it's like they'd also you know be flying twelve hours to go to a birthday party to be surrounded in a room by people who hate them. Do you do you think they sent an invite to them, or they was it like an informal invite? Like, hey, I'm doing this little thing in the palace uh, for my seventy fifth. Come or don't come, whatever you want. Or was it like they sent a thing, like a hey, official Dad. invite? <laughs> well, and they lost given, it. Given that. <laughs> The sort of the most one of the things that's like sort of not, I think, landing with Harry and Meghan's defense, if you will, is that a lot of this is on the courtiers, not the the royal principals themselves. It's the staff. It's the staff being uh, bl- playing games. And I can t- I can totally see them being like, no, don't send the invite. They're in California. And be like, it's more so than the actual principals. The staff the, seem incredibly petty. And if you watch The Crown, you'll see that like that's. 
it's not like the this work of historical fiction will back me up but like that's kind of the general perception on how this how this all goes down but there is another so you think it's the staff that are really like being the ones that are spiteful or or are they just like inept (laughs) because you know staff is sometimes inept you know office workers and like, I mean, what do you do when you're getting conflicting answers or no one's responding to you? Like, how do you how do you handle that? I don't know how in control they would be of that. Um, I don't know if or if Harry and Meghan are like, no, we want a personal invitation from Charles. I don't know. Um, but like a lot of the stuff that both sides are fighting about seems so fucking petty. But that's also that's also the journalistic world in which royal reporting lives. Case in point. I'm going to read to you an excerpt from the Daily Mail, which is hilarious, about the king's opening of Parliament. Camilla has a has a pretty strong supporting role in this, too. I'm just going to read this. It's a little long, but go with me. She, Camilla, and the king had entered the House of Lords chamber via separate doors, almost like characters on a Swiss clock. For one nasty second, she nearly sat before him. Then she remembered that the monarch must first take to his throne. So she froze with her bottom suspended a few inches off the royal chair. (laughs) Crown wearing is, for the king, a work in progress. He walked as if balancing a bag of flour on his head. The queen wore the diamond diadem, gold set with hundreds of gems. How is it sapphires and emeralds and rubies twinkled? Oh, no. How it's sapphires and emeralds and rubies twinkled. The Duchess of Wellington's jewels had been the talk of the morn, but suddenly the tiara on her grace's bonce could have been the cheapy from Ratner's. My government's priority is to make the difficult but necessary long-term decisions. My government will invest in Network North to deliver faster and more reliable journeys. I think that's trains. My ministers will introduce new legal framework to support the safe commercial development of emerging industries such as self-driving vehicles. This from one who had arrived in a horse-drawn state carriage. (laughs) Wait, that's amazing, though. (laughs) (laughs) I, I the second I read that I had to screenshot it and I knew that that's what I was going to talk about this week because I'm like you guys that's that's the tenor of the reporting that you get over there it's hey you know it's though, ridiculous Andrew there are no fossil fuels are burned in the use of horse-drawn carriages so really who's being the eco-friendly one now that's a fair point also- I mean, also could be self-driven if you just let it go. <laughs> if you just, <laughs> just go you know, let the could horse be go self-driven. Out. Wouldn't recommend it, but it could happen. <laughs> Tap the horse on the bottom and say, go, go. I just love, and I haven't seen it on YouTube yet, but I want to. I just love the idea. Camilla's 70 fucking six years old. I love the idea of her being like, oh no, I can't sit. And then having her royal ass just hover over a chair <laughs> uncomfortably <laughs> until her husband sits. Yeah, that's... Uh... That is so bizarre i feel like these just rules sometimes are just like over the top like, well just and they they say this all the time too in the, in the oh oh someone so and so broke royal protocol broke royal protocol and it's like there's no fucking protocol for that shut up you know they're just she, they, she's old let her sit you know right yeah. like my god like, exactly she, let I mean, the lady sit she wants to sit she's old yeah. come on be <laughs> nice she was so <laughs> uncomfortable at the coronation she was like oh my god i'm gonna drop this thing um yeah she she definitely at the she was like what did i get myself into <laughs> she was she was like oh my god oh my like, god I, 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 almost like she never thought it was actually gonna happen 
I don't think she did. I think she put it out of sight and out of mind because, I mean, she was thinking the same thing everyone else was thinking, which was like, wow, he was she was his side piece in the 80s. Now she's the fucking queen of England. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's awkward. But you know what? Given what the role is now, I think, number one, I think she's doing a great job. All you do is go around and say hi to people and support charities. It, you know, it's it's basically they're basically goodwill ambassadors. They're fucking harmless. And I mean, you know, it's like, oh, 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 what about colonization and all that? They're not the ones fucking doing it. You know, I mean, yeah, they we do can cause- all agree that it's bad. Yeah, colonization <laughs> is bad, but you know, go talk to the fucking perpetrators. Like that's what. <laughs> Not their, not 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 their eight times descendants. <laughs> like, they, they've got more important things to do, like wait to sit before the king sits down. That's like the more important thing than conversation. Got to have a priority straight. Yeah, <laughs> and can you imagine that journalist just like furiously scribbling down? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Did you see her yeah. bum hovering? Did you this, see it? This dumb bitch doesn't know when to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Look at this side hoe. Sorry, queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know when you when you hear things about you know megan and harry and the royals put it in perspective of the level of journalistic um i don't know what that goes into this is not there's none there's there isn't any people make up rules they make up protocol and they make up fights if they basically it's throw everything to the wall and maybe something will stick but it's absolutely and i mean in britain they call it taking the piss and it's fine um but like you also have to uh, this is this is where i get worried about you things like fox news and things like that is not everybody who listens to reads or watches the news is you know a paying that close attention so they just think that oh yeah this happened this is bad if it's being reported on because we're supposed to trust the news um and also some people don't have that level of perspective the press is supposed to elevate our understanding of things not actively make us dumber so that's um that's this week's royal roundup thank you so much i'm going to go back to my earl gray and i'll only sit once his highness sits and i don't know where he is so i shall stand for the rest of my his life. highness is heiny oh oh what do we have oh oh keith speaking yeah. of queens i want to hear about the queen of pop herself and it's not madonna oh, it's Brittany. snap um, it's Britney. Britney. And uh, there's tons of stuff to cover in the Britney Spears book, but I just took out one one little topic that I just wanted to hit on, and it's the Justin Timberlake breakup um, yeah. between Britney mm. and I think I think and, that's the topic, that's of, the, the topic. Of, the, of the of the Britney book. Well, there's plenty of other things, but I I just found it interesting. Interesting for those of you that didn't know, they dated in 1999 from 1999 to 2002. Um, they met <laughs> on the all new Mickey Mouse Club in the early 90s. And uh, so along some with, of the rev- along with that was a stacked cast of yeah, Mickey Mouse Club members. Christina Aguilera and um, what's his butt? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, anyway, no, there, were, and there were more. I I can't remember, but there were more. There, it's a, it was a weird little club of. Kate Blanchett was one of the all new Mickey Mouse Club members. John Lovitz. I'm, I'm looking uh uh, Carrie Russell. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at all members. Justin Trudeau. Canadian <laughs> Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was one of them. <laughs> Courtney Cox. Bill Cosby was an all new Mouseketeer guys. <laughs> I'm dead. We just here we go again. Just trampling over Keith's segment. I'm sorry, Keith. Please go ahead. Wait, sorry. Before, I, before we go back, uh, if you haven't already 
if you, if you are not familiar with this era of Britney and JT, go and look at the photo of them in all denim and you'll understand. Yes, yes, yes. That's a very iconic photo. Actually, I was on Facebook Marketplace and someone was selling their all denim couple costume. <laughs> I don't know God. why it popped up, um, but it was pretty funny. Um, Paul anyway. Giamatti was one of the Mouseketeers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy Chase as well. Um, so, <laughs> so what's fun, what Britney Spears said in the book, which is The Woman in Me, by the way, is the title of the book. Um, she said that uh, Justin Timberlake was cheating. She knew Justin Timberlake was cheating on her with multiple women. She said there were a couple of times during our relationship when I knew Justin cheated on me, especially because I was so infatuated and so in love with, with him. I let it go, even though the tabloids seemed determined to rub it in my face. It appears that Eventually, she said she cheated on him. Eventually, she made out with um, a choreographer, Wade Robson, in the middle of her relationship. But it, it seemed like it was the way she portrayed it in the book was that it was retaliatory, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's like was in, an interesting lead up to what goes down when they eventually break up um, as Justin Timberlake is headed towards his solo career, leaving in sync in 2002. He's he's working on the album Justified, and a lot of the songs have to do with Britney um, and his feelings towards her. She says that he starts to act distant towards her and then eventually breaks up with her via text. And so <laughs> according to someone on set, I forget exactly who it was. I meant to write it down, but I didn't. Um, she was filming the overprotected Dark Child remix music video, and Justin Timberlake texted her, it's over, which is... Very short way to break up with someone, I feel like. I mean, concise. Um, wow, that's a writer. Concise. That's also, a writer. Though, also, the very innovative for the time. You know, I mean, like text messaging was kind of new at that time. So it's that's true. very oh, You know why thinking. it was so short is because you had to press yep, the button you, three times. You had to work with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much. It was too much effort. That's it. He was like, I'm sorry. Oh. Like, I. it's basically like texting a four paragraph message nowadays because he had to hit it four times for every single letter (laughs) i realized and like it's so funny we seemed it on that topic it it seems like we've kind of regressed in that like for a long time like breaking up with somebody via text was just like considered incredibly rude um and at that Mm -hmm. time it certainly would have been because due to the you know impersonality of it but now it's like the way it works it's like on the dating app they're like no we're done you know and you're like oh and in a lot of ways i'm like Okay, I guess I kind of, I mean, for, I, I don't know, what do you guys say? Like for a couple of months, of, of, you know, if you're dating someone for a few months, I think a text is fine. Two years? That seems, talk to yeah, the person in, like no, face to face. I think least. that's, that's not cool. <laughs> but don't not take cool. someone out to dinner to break up with them. No, don't do that. Because then you still have to have dinner with them. And yeah. that's awkward. Yeah, yeah, no, you should uh, either like a coffee where you can leave immediately or at someone's place where one of you guys can leave. Yeah. Right? Oh, by the way, the person she was who reported that it was it's over was uh the music video director Chris Applebaum. Wait. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. The director mm-hmm. of the music video, did he tell her this while they were shooting or did he wait no, until the day so, was done? No, so he didn't tell her. He basically is the one who let he told news sources about it oh, um, oh he, that's fine comforting he was comforting her actually during the music video basically to get her back out there dancing which she eventually did oh well, have you seen that katie perry thing that like that's how like that's how um russell brand divorced katie perry 
was like via text. He's like, I, the, our marriage is over. And like, she had to go on and do like an arena live show. Um, mm. I forget I, there's a doc. There's, I haven't even seen it, but my friend was telling me about it. Like she gets the text. She's a wreck. And like, they're, they're like teetering on, uh, okay, it's do or die. Either we're doing this or we can't, or we call off the show tonight. And she takes a deep breath and she just says, go and then like her entire team surrounds her they make her up they put her in costume they put her on the platform to get shot up to the stage and off she goes and does her show those are two interesting parallels from two similar similar artists similar there are parallels wait between katie perry oh you mean katie perry. And I was like russell brand and justin timberlake are two totally different no, people they're very different. Different. No, yeah, no, no. But katie, i mean katie perry is wouldn't wouldn't exist if it were not for britney spears well, I was also going to say, like, Ru- Russell Brand, like, would never text. It's just, it's over. <laughs> That's like, he seems like the least verbose thing he would ever say. <laughs> he would not edit that quickly. Anyway, he's a man of many words. So after this text breakup, she flew back to Louisiana um, and she was like retreated to her home and like was like very devastated and like wouldn't leave or talk to anyone. So Justin flew to her. And he brought her, he wrote her a long letter, which he framed and gave to her and which she has under her bed, she said. And the last words in it, um, in the letter is, I can't breathe without you. But you broke up with. But you broke up. What? I don't understand. Yeah, Yeah, it was still a breakup letter, but I don't know, maybe to soften the blow. So, But like, no. That's so weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna be famous. You're gonna need to sell this later when you need money. <laughs> like, what else could you be? Like, why well, would I you mean, frame it? Like, I get it. I get it. Because they were, she's like my age, so they were like, they couldn't even legally drink in 2002. Wait, really? You know, were they like, that young? Yeah, she, Britney Spears is only a few. It's like me, Britney Spears, and Prince William, the three most famous people you know. It's like we're all right I, around there. Um, but yeah, I, I know she's my age. Um, that's wild. Yeah, I think she would have been 20 because she's 43 now, I think, right? Oh, was she, oh she's significantly older than I am. Because um, I won't be 42 for another few months. So yeah, she's quite quite a bit older. Um, but uh, <laughs> Oh no, she's 41. I'm sorry, you're right. I God apologize. Christ it. Um, we are the same age. Wait, 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 wait. Andrew, born in December. Much older than you. Uh, wait, what's Sorry. her birthday? What's her birthday? December 2nd, 1981. She is older than me. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got seven months on me, motherfucker. Oh, no, I don't like that. Jamie Lynn Spears is 32. Sorry. <laughs> that made me feel <laughs> You're bad. like, don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, anyways. No, but like for, for Justin, and I, I, re- I know there are some other things in that book that make him look worse um but like again this is some kid from florida right um <laughs> don't who, don't use the florida defense don't use the florida defense don't florida never, man let me let me be crystal clear florida is never a defense it's an explanation um, <laughs> true fair you know he's 21 years old maybe at the most because he's a, i think he's a little bit older than britney is you know who's newly famous like pop star early 2000s famous that mm. kid probably fucking had no idea he was probably so checked out from reality i'm sure whatever nonsense is in that letter he probably <laughs> thought was the most like profound thing you know from oh i'm a lyricist i'm breaking out on my own here let me give you some of my poetry that i'm gonna sing later. <laughs> um you know but like people do dumb things when they're young and i think both 
JTT and uh, and Brittany would probably agree with that. I was reading that uh, the letter was the original lyrics to Dick in a Box. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Elf. I honestly, here's what I think it is. I think he, knowing that he was going to go off solo, he wanted to work on his lyrics and poetry because now he knew he would be responsible for the quality. Oh, God. So he's like, let me just like try this out. Let's just like see how it goes. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. If if his taking responsibility for quality is what brought us sexy back, then I'm cool with it. <laughs> well, not yet, because that was sexy back was on his next album, but this was on this was like Crimea River and Senorita and Oh, Crimea um, River I don't care for so much. You're like, I don't care for that. This Senorita. <laughs> well, I mean, like it I don't know. For me, it took me a while to see Justin as um something other than like a teeny bopper boy band like yeah, person. That's big, yeah. SNL. That's why when he was on SNL performed, I think that's when it changed for a lot of people. Like, yeah, when he when it was, and that was yeah. a full, that was a full rebrand. And he's again, one of the ones who succeeded in doing that. Yeah. This is a common theme on our show. Yes. <laughs> I wonder why it's almost like we have a pop culture show. Well, it's also <laughs> almost like, you know, when you make it famous in your teens, something's gonna happen <laughs> you're not you know what i mean like you're gonna fucking you're gonna fucking stumble and then there's a lot of life left you know yeah well that's that's exactly <laughs> the my public point eye. my my the, the the point isn't to you know shit on people when they stumble it's to kind of take a look at how they get back up right yes that's what i'm more interested in any anyways the stumble is the stumble we all know the stumbles and i mean britney's stumbles are myriad i mean here's the thing though britney's stumbles you know, they were they, they were complicated and they were layered, whereas um this Mean Girls trailer, did you guys watch it? Ooh, we're transitioning again. No, but did you guys watch it? Y- yeah. Yes, I watched God, I so I had to bring this up because I needed to do a little baby rant about it because okay. I was just upset watching this. I'm because because wow, talk about Mean Girls being a absolutely original, an absolute perfect movie, like the pinnacle of of a fantastic cast meets a great script that somehow, even though it has all these jokes in it, still aged well, that's really difficult to do. And it's difficult to stay culturally relevant, as a, especially in comedy, that much time later. And it is. So the fact that, A, they're remaking something that is perfect, I hate that to begin and with. Le- and let's be clear, it is a remake. It is not... With some original cast members, which is confusing. Yeah, and it, it is it's not a sequel. It's it's already already the footing that we're on is like, wait, what? It's a remake, but with the music from the Mean Girls musical. That is yeah. the difference. Except they literally have watch the trailer, you'll see they have the same jokes. We did some of the same jokes <laughs> in there, just worse. Like, <laughs> like they're the same jokes, but they're just not as good because they're just stale now and Phoebe, you can't did, you've I, already written it perfectly i think i, I wanna i just want to guess if it was the same line delivery on the same line for me that it was for you where i was like oh no what um and it was get in losers oh um, god oh when I no heard, when i saw it on the trailer i was like what are you doing what 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 no 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 oh, get, no get, get, get in losers became a cultural touchstone of a line yes like I, that's a hard no for me yeah we don't we don't 
we don't say that word sincerely. That's not. Um, oh, you know what so, also what, killed me what, was I, the. I, 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 I just think, Andrew, this has been a this is a big moment for us because Phoebe has finally hit the age where people remake their movies from their childhood, <laughs> and she's coming to terms with that. And I know this is scary. And <laughs> as <laughs> someone you're senior, Phoebe, I just want to let you know that it's going to be okay. You okay. could always go back and rewatch first the original. Off, first off, Andrew and Keith, because you're complicit, Andrew, no matter what you say. I don't, know, I don't see how here I was connecting with you on this exact same thing. I didn't bring it up. You were sitting here laughing and cackling in your seat as Keith <laughs> gave you a little diatribe. Only because I'm so happy that Keith welcomed you into the club of people who have had their childhood movies ruined for them. But here's the thing, though. like That's already happened. But the point is... This what, was uh, not what, what other movie. movies were ruined for you. Well, it's not that what other movies were ruined for me, but it's like I grew up in the era of superheroes and okay. like where they were just becoming popular. Right. So, right. you know, like things like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was like a huge deal. And then all of a sudden they're like, cool, we're going to remake this again twice. <laughs> in like <laughs> 10, 10 years. Yeah. Like uh, that kind of thing. So it's like I kind of got used to my childhood movies and and touchstones being ruined. So I'm used to it. But this, this just feels, I, I, here's my, my first thought when I saw this. And I'm like, oh man, Tina, you good? You need the money? Like that was my <laughs> first thought, which is terrible because I love, Tina Fey is a queen and I love her. But that was my first thought was like, is everything all right? Like, is it, has it gotten bad? Like if you need the money, like I'm not going to, I'm not here to judge if that's what it is. She's coming at this from a different place, though. That's now, true. You know what I mean? Like she is have she didn't have kids, you know, when she when she wrote the first one. She's got two kids, I think both of whom are in high school now, um, or at least one of them is. You know, she's she's probably definitely coming at this um, from a different place. Number one, number two, yeah, the trailer had two issues with the trailer. I know that it's based off of the musical, which is based off of the movie which is based off of the book queen bees and wannabes it concerned me that we saw no singing in the trailer only yeah. background music that was like what's up what 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 what's going on here and it also it very much felt like um uh and i really hope that fraser is sort of the last leg of this you know whenever you would see a uh you know when they would the 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 teasers of the, the commercials would come out for whatever 90s show they wanted to reboot this week that's what this felt like it felt like um a reboot that nobody asked for you know what i so i actually heard i don't know if this is true but i someone was telling me that they thought that there was no music like no singing from the actual from the actual thing originally because the way that they were teasing it initially was it's mean girls but with a twist and that twist was that it's of the musical version and it's not a remake and yeah. they were originally basically putting it out there so people are like why is there a remake and they're like oh it's a musical but they only released that later i think well uh, this is the first one so i think this was supposed to be a teaser and it's entirely possible that the teaser was just poorly cut together you know, um, in terms of what it was supposed to do, which is generate excitement, uh, let people know that it's coming and provide a sneak peek at what, you know, what you can expect. You know what I will say, though, is like because I love and trust Tina Fey, I hope that maybe it's better. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt that it's better than I think it is going to be. But I don't think it's going to be good. I think because the first one, speaking of breaking up with people in 
weird space. I think I broke up. <laughs> I broke up with a girl in my car after seeing that movie. But uh, <laughs> Wait, what? yeah, what yeah, happened during the movie <laughs> that made you break up with her after the movie? No, I'm sorry. Just, God, not, don't to, not to go down a rabbit hole of my own personal experiences. I don't know why I should change my brand now, but um, uh, <laughs> she no, she she wanted to get high all the time. And I was like, no, 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 we're we're in school and theater school we'll have to be sharp. Um, and now I'm high like every single night. I was going to um, say, boy, how things have changed <laughs> pretty much. All it took was one pandemic. And I'm like, you know what? Shut it down after 10. I don't want to think. So we do need to get this going. Um, Got to get that gummy in there. I wonder I wonder if we're not able to look at it. The way that um, teenagers and, you know, people basically, I don't know, 12 to 18 are going to view this. It's entirely possible that this movie, although because it's it's a remake of a movie that came out 20 years ago or 19 years ago. But I think by the time it comes out, it'll be 20 years since the original movie came out. Um, It's entirely possible. This isn't for us. This is for a new generation. That's actually you know what, Andrew, I will say that's actually a very good point. Holy shit, I can't believe it's 20 years old. That makes yeah. me feel so old. Yeah. Um that girl, but, that girl that I broke up with, she's been married twice since we saw that movie. <laughs> here's the thing, you know what's weird about it is that usually the reason it doesn't feel like it's been 20 years is because almost every like mo- a lot of the cast is still relevant. Oh, it's yes. like a lot like you know, you look at like Rachel McAdams and Amanda Seyfried and um Tina Fey and like there's just it still feels like very relevant in a lot of ways because the cast is still relevant and yeah. And doing well. well. So like, but I like, I remember seeing the movie. This is kind of why I brought up what happened after, because it also tied into awkward breakups, but it was one of those movies that take, that took you by surprise. And a lot of movies, it was interesting because there was a, there was a shift in what, comedy was right around that time where you would go to these movies and you would genuinely be surprised it was new it felt fresh right this is the rise of the frat pack you know so because 2002 2003 that's when you know old school starts coming out and i think it was oh oh five or oh six or something you get wedding crashes and like there's all that but then like same year 2003 i think was um love actually which was a complete like trying to describe to someone what love actually is in 2001 you had been like what i don't want to see that um you know and it's still it's still you're like oh this is this is what, what what's happening like it, you're you like short circuit because it, it's something new and it was something new this is not gonna have that feeling you know and like they have you can you can already tell like the guest stars the guest stars the support the supporting cast of established stars you know busy phillips in the amy polar role as the mom that looked funny John Hamm as the coach looked fucking hilarious. Yeah, actually, um, that th- that's the thing is there were parts that I was I was excited about. Yes, John John Hamm as the coach was. Yeah, and the, the the Amanda Seyfried, and it's a more diverse cast now. Yes, um, you know, um, and the, the girl it seems like oh, it's all just. No, it So it was it was you, better. You can't you there there's um. It is it is it is a much more di- much more more diverse group of people because the girl the I I caught it when um the girl playing the Amanda Seyfried role she had some line right at the end of the trailer that I actually laughed out loud at it was it was it was funny um but like I was like oh you're the Amanda Seyfried oh that's interesting and like the um there were a couple other things that made me kind of laugh cackle if you will Giggle. um but the overall the overall vibe I was like. I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if this is for a 41 year old man. <laughs> no, but like tr- that's actually a very, a very good point. And maybe I'm being cynical and old about this, like an old head about it. I mean, like 
the song that they that they played was Get Him Back, which is like Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, who is like 20. So <laughs> in fairness, that does seem to be the target audience. Yeah. Maybe it's not for me. Me at a ripe old 28. God, I'm ancient now, I suppose. I might as well just go die. <laughs> how do you think I feel? Tina, the, the the one lie Tina Fey wrote about dying isn't about how old you are. It's about how old I am. And it's when Jenna Maroney is on, what is it, Gossip Girl? And she thinks she's going to play one of the Gossip Girls, but she said she plays one of their moms. Oh, yeah. And in the scene, she dies and she goes, 41, time to die. Oh, yeah, right. So good. I've been saying it since the second I, even a little bit before I turned 41. It's just been rummaging around in my head. 41, time to die. It's so good. It's just perfect. Well, you know what, Phoebe? Let's be honest. If there was supposed to be a reboot of this podcast, you'd be the only remaining member that was still part of the podcast because you're young enough to still be in the zeitgeist. Andrew and I would have aged out. So yeah. you're welcome. And, and to be honest, you would be like recurring at best in the reboot of this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. And they totally recast you. I would be recast. <laughs> but, but still bring you back as like the ori- original cast member, Phoebe Matana. <laughs> <laughs> oh god original oh god oh. yeah that's it you that's what that's how it works you're recast as the mom now Ugh. Ugh, i don't like that i don't like that at all <laughs> you know it, it really is like a switch flips and like one day you're 17 and the next you're 45 and have three you're a mother of three kids and you're just doing your best <laughs> well it's so weird like i so i had to film a sketch today and i've noticed this the last couple you know months when i've been doing it where i'm like oh, i'm just wearing my clothes i'm not i'm no longer dressing up to be older now it's just like i'm playing like normcore dads and husbands which is <laughs> which is a new this is new for me and i'm like oh shit I, and I'm, I'm also neither one of those things so i'm like oh god all right let's tap into this doesn't matter if it's sketch acting yeah there's a certain heightenedness height you heighten it well or whatever you know but you know i had to tap into today to um getting married literally because there are scenes where i'm getting married and um witnessing the birth of my child um it's a fun <laughs> sketch I'll, I'll tell you guys about it. um written by the wonderful nina wanet <laughs> it's just like oh my god i'm like accessing emotions for circumstances i've never been in i'm only imagining what how i would feel (laughs) you know it's not like i haven't imagined these things before so i know kind of where my head's at for that but yeah that's a very it's a very strange place to be when suddenly because yeah and like i don't know i did were you in plays in like high school and college yeah i'm guessing you were never playing the older characters um mostly not but i did i did once but it was a very small group of people uh normally i didn't i wasn't one of those people that that played up though no i i always had to do it 20s and early 30s um literally i literally i'm always like there's any number of shows where i had to like gray my hair and do all this shit yeah you know um and uh and again because there's more women than men blah 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 blah. um uh you know let's make it equal um but also like you know you need you need older men that's how i got to do shakespeare in the park they were like oh yeah there's there's no there's no non-union men over 30 so yeah 
because I bought, I bombed my audition for that. I had to start over twice. I've never had to do that in my life. And it was because I was doing a Shakespeare piece that I had never done before because I was like, oh, I can't do the young men anymore, which is the last time I had fucking used Shakespeare to audition for something. So mm. it does like it's a very strange what you're talking about is a very strange place to be coming at where you're like, oh, I'm I am different now. Oh, although that that thing that I was playing up to now, I'm just playing it. Not, it you're not playing it. You just are. It just is what it is. Meanwhile, fucking Tina Fey and Tim Meadows look exactly the same in this movie as they did 20 years ago in the first Liter- one. Literally, I look I saw Tina Fey and I was like, you look the, you don't look any different. You look yeah. the same. And that's that's fucking the money. sorcery. That's the money. And, you know, and the and the relief that having it comes you <laughs> get the worry lines <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no that she you're right though she looks good yeah yeah and you know what let's i don't want to i don't I, i'm feeling i want to be on a positive let's let's give it all the best and you know what if we don't like it it's just not for us Doesn't you know what though bad. i was feeling a lot more negative about this but now that your perspective andrew has made me feel less negative about this and i feel and i feel better i'm like you know it's just it's not for me and also, that movie is tw- twenty years old. I yeah. did not. That did not register in my brain. I was like, "It's like ten years old." Um, no, <laughs> first off, <laughs> no, it no. <laughs> definitely fucking not. Um, I'm ancient. Time to die. <laughs> if I saw that movie on Long Island, that means I was in college, which means it's twenty years old. <laughs> uh, oh no! Don't wrap it up, Keith. It's time. That are twenty years old. I'm what? twenty years old. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> that was, I was worried about where that was going to go. I was like, I don't think you should be talking about anything that's 20 years old right now. <laughs> not, not, not with that look that's in your eye. 20, 20 years old. 20 years old. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Not Your Best Moment. Uh, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, give us five stars, leave us a nice comment, and thank you so much for listening. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye, fake attack, racist